welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business, and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts, and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember... You've got this. Oh my goodness. Am I so glad to be back in action? And I don't even know if that's the correct English words, but I am just so grateful to be here. So grateful for this community that we have created through this podcast. And my friends, I am so glad to officially be back in action. If this is your first podcast episode and you're like, Kathleen, what are you even talking about? Well, my friends, I ran a little bit of an experiment earlier this year and very intentionally decided that for 90 days, I was not going to sit down and record a podcast because I wanted to simply see what would happen both in the business, but also for me, because I think it's so helpful for us as business owners to set these challenges for ourselves so that we can break our habits, break our routines and really use that time to like, I want to say refresh and reset, but that's not really what's happened. But to use that time to really rethink how you want to be spending your time. And I was thinking back to December of 20, whatever year that was, (laughs) 100 years ago, when I recorded my very first podcast episode, and I am so glad that I took the plunge when I did, because getting back into the habit of recording is nowhere near as time-consuming as I thought it was going to be. And I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am to reconnect and share so many new lessons, so many new ideas. But I am also incredibly aware of the fact that Mother's Day is just around the corner, and we have tons of time to catch up. I have weeks of podcast episodes in my head, and I have so many ideas that it's like, you know what? Let's get you sorted for Mother's Day. Let's get you organized. Let's get you focused on what matters most so that you can make the most of this opportunity. A quick little update. I am coming to you from inside my house on Vancouver Island in beautiful, beautiful Victoria, British Columbia. At this moment in time, I can smell the beginning of spring and I am beginning to realize what a silly decision it was to move halfway around the world with winters that overlapped. So it truly has felt like I've just lived a year of winter. (laughs) It's like the longest winter of my life. And of course, of course, Living in northern New South Wales, living in Brisbane, like winter isn't really the same. But I will tell you, oh my goodness, not until today when it has finally reached like 12 degrees, 12 degrees Celsius. Oh, I get where some of my struggles have come from. I really do feel like I've been hibernating for nine months. Like it's insane how much 
the weather and the seasons does have an impact on us. And wowzers, like so many lessons and observations to share with you guys. But we're here to make sure that you have the tools that you need so that you can make more money this Mother's Day. That's what we're going to talk about. And I very specifically wanted to just share with you four very specific tactics to implement this Mother's Day. This is like my Mother's Day Bible, my Mother's Day plan, and save you from many, many, many of the mistakes, like many <laughs> the mistakes that I made in trying to figure out this Mother's Day Bible. So that is the plan for today, my friends. We're going to talk very specifically about marketing and sales for Mother's Day in your flower business. And I want to pass along four things, four very specific things for you to do in your business so that you will make a profit with every order that comes in, grow your revenue, and reach a new height with your sales target. Even though I'm sure if you follow the news, which I don't, but if you pay attention to the headlines, it's very possible that your brain is like, Kathleen, everybody's tightening their purse strings. Nobody's going to be spending money. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do this Mother's Day? Okay, got you covered. Because I just jumped on Google and found two very, very helpful statistics to help you build an abundance mindset this Mother's Day. The first one is, and I actually found this incredibly fascinating, although in hindsight, I don't know why I would have not found it interesting because I don't know what the point of comparison would be. However, Mother's Day is the second most shopped for holiday on the calendar behind Christmas. So that means customers will spend a lot of money at Mother's Day. And I was talking to my team about this the other day and they're all moms. <laughs> so they're like, oh yeah, it's called Mother's Day guilt. As children, we feel guilty for having not paid enough attention to our moms. So we're going to spend money. And we all do it. This is how our culture, this is how our society has trained us to love our parents, love our mothers, very specifically, is that we buy them gifts. And we only buy them gifts on one day of the year. It's a weird phenomenon. However, it's fine. This is what we do. Here is the second piece of information that I found so incredibly helpful. So one, humans spend a lot of money on Mother's Day. It's the second most shopped for holiday in the year. But this statistic, my friends, is so helpful. On average, your customers are going to spend $220 on their mother on this one day. So that is on average. Now, if you have a very well-practiced scarcity story, no doubt you're going to be like, oh, not my customers, Kathleen. Oh, no, not here where I live. Stay with me. Because it's that scarcity mindset that keeps us so stuck in not making money in our flower business. So what if you just decided for this Mother's Day, this Mother's Day alone, you are going to decide that you're going to make it easy for your customers to spend an average of $220. Also remember, that's an average. So of course, some customers are going to spend less, but it also means that customers are going to spend more. So that for every customer that spends $120, you're also going to have a customer that spends $320. See how this works? 
it's so helpful to really think about using that $220 price point as your average instead of, and this was totally me, <laughs> this is totally me, the first couple of years of our flower business, because I was like, well, our customers aren't going to want to spend money because we have to compete with what's happening at the grocery stores, not knowing anything about how much we as humans love to shower our moms with flowers and gifts, how well programmed and how much marketing we get to send flowers to mom on Mother's Day, right? It's like that is a pre programmed part of our communication in Western society. And this whole idea of we're going to make up for the fact that we haven't paid enough attention to our moms this one day of the year. So really paying attention to where are you allowing your scarcity to get in the way of your pricing? And could you open yourself up to a more abundant mindset? So I found those two pieces of information super duper helpful. So when you're looking at your pricing, when you're looking at the products you're going to offer this Mother's Day, keep those in mind. The other thing that I learned the hard way <laughs> in our flower business, right? And this is comes from if you pay attention to any sort of marketing or people who teach social media, people who teach any sort of marketing courses, you will always hear them talk about more, 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 do this, add this, make this happen, add this on, do this. And that is absolutely the school of thought that I came from, from my marketing background, right? It was literally like, well, your campaign isn't good enough if it doesn't have 17 deliverables on it. If you're not doing this type of media, that type of media, you're not doing a contest, you're not doing a social media strategy, you're not doing a TV ad, like, if you aren't doing all of these 100 things in your marketing, then your campaign and your marketing plan isn't worthy. So that concept from a pure marketing stance is how most people teach marketing. But you then translate that into being a creative entrepreneur and a business owner, and it is fucking exhausting. <laughs> you think about Oh my God, if we translated like the media plans that we used to work on in the advertising agency and we put them into a small business, it's like, nope, never going to happen. But that absolutely is the mentality that very traditional marketing people, marketing teachers come from is that more is better. And that thought process is what would lead to so much of my absolute physical and emotional exhaustion around Mother's Day. Because I used to think that at Mother's Day, we had to come up with some brand new catalog, some brand new offer and some brand new suite of products for our website. And we all know how time consuming that experience is between deciding what it is that you're going to make, actually making the thing, sourcing the ingredients, taking the photos, editing the photos, getting everything up on your website creating the category on your website, making sure that your pricing is sorted, making sure that all the pieces work together and that everything's happening smoothly. That whole process takes so much time. And I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do that whole process. You don't actually need to build a whole separate catalog, a whole separate offering just for Mother's Day. And this, my friends, is one of my favorite hacks when it comes to getting your marketing, getting your sales sorted for Mother's Day in your flower business. Instead of thinking I needed to come up with something brand new, I decided at Mother's Day every year that this was the beginning of my new year. 
So I always love this idea of like if it was back to school season or if you're really into the new year experience or if you're taking the summers off and then you're getting back into work, like whatever that rhythm and routine is, I love deciding that Mother's Day is when you hit reset, it's when you recalibrate and it's when you level set in your business. So that it's not about creating brand new things, but it's about making sure that you've got some very clear foundations sorted. For example, we all know prices are increasing. We all know that the cost of running a business gets more expensive every single year. So whether the mandatory wage is increasing, whether you're just observing that the cost of you running your business is going up, whether your landlord has actually explicitly increased rent, every year, the cost of running a business increases, which also means that every year your prices should increase. And this is such magic, my friends, because instead of thinking that you need to sit down and create a whole new offering or a whole new catalog at Mother's Day, you take this window, you take this time to review your pricing, to review your cost, and to make sure that what you've got on offer for Mother's Day is in line with the rising costs of running a business. So instead of taking that time to create a whole new catalog, taking that time to photograph and edit and get everything updated on your website, free up all that time so that you can actually sit down and look at the recipes you've created for each of your designs, the costs of your ingredients as you move in to Mother's Day, the costs of running your business, and then just make sure that your prices are in line with the rising costs of running a business. That is one of the most valuable exercises that you can do in preparation for Mother's Day. Because just like Valentine's Day, at Mother's Day, you are going through so many more orders in your business. There is so many more like leaky bucket holes that you could be losing money in your business. So it's like this giant magnifying glass. If you can take the time ahead of time to get your pricing and your cost structures sorted, create for yourself a very succinct list of recipes, then when you put pressure on the volume in your business, it's way less likely that you're just going to like ooze money out of every pore. And instead, you'll have such a better rain on your costs on how much you're buying at the wholesaler. And both of those things lead to more profits in your business. One of the reasons that I love using Mother's Day as the beginning of our new year is that we all work better with deadlines. So whether you're used to kind of playing catch up when it's the end of financial year or the tax deadline is looming. I created for myself the deadline of Mother's Day. And in actual fact, for me, it's the week leading up to Easter that I actually will sit down and prioritize reviewing pricing, reviewing cost structures, making sure that the way that the business is being run is the way that it's going to be run for the next 12 months. So it's way less about this kind of reactive in the moment experience and more about taking that window in the lead up to Mother's Day to decide, okay, if we keep these kinds of recipes, if we keep this kind of cost structure in our business, if we keep these products on our website, does that mean that we're going to be more profitable through the year? So instead of aligning those decisions with the next financial year or an actual new year or waiting till the next quarter or the next tax season or whatever it is that you may or may not (laughs) be doing in your business, I love the idea 
of using Mother's Day as like your kickoff for your next year. And because we all work so much better when we give ourselves a deadline. If we think back to going to school, somebody told me this story the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. In this whole, this is like a total tangent, but in this whole world of you mapping out your calendar every week and thinking about how long you want to spend on things, somebody was telling me the other day about, do you remember when you were at university or the last few years of going to high school, your teachers would just set the deadline and they'd be like, oh, you've got two weeks to write the essay, or you've got five days to write the essay, or you've got 90 minutes to do this exam. It's not based on anything. (laughs) It's just like, here's an arbitrary deadline. But because we don't do that for ourselves, right, we kind of expand these projects into a foreverness, and things just keep going. I love this idea of give yourself the deadline. Decide that your Mother's Day is the beginning of the next chapter of your business. And this is the season that you're going to get your pricing sorted. This is the season that you're going to rein in on your wholesale orders and that you're going to get your costs outlined and that you're really going to make sure you cross the T's, dot the I's so that you can then navigate the next 10, 12 months in your business with that level of reassurance and with that level of ease. Instead of thinking that you need to come up with something totally brand new for Mother's Day and you need to reinvent the wheel and basically kind of launch a whole like side business, which is what that really felt like in the end. That's step number one. Use Mother's Day as your time to reset and recalibrate. And this is the definition of learning to work smarter, not harder. If you have any hesitation about being able to go out there on a Tuesday and just update your prices, <laughs> we'll always tell you. No, no, no. You just go up there and you update your prices. Like it could be Thursday afternoon at four o'clock and you're just going to go in and add five, 10, $15 to all of your designs on your website. That's how sophisticated (laughs) we are in our decision-making, right? It doesn't have to be this big undertaking of like, oh my God, I need to make sure I do this macro and I've got this regressive. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know the language of spreadsheets anymore and that's fine. But really think about it. Even your best customers. How many times a year do they order flowers? When we had our shop, our best customers, I mean, best customers, the top like five customers, very lucky if they ordered flowers three to four to five to six times a year. Now, for some of you guys, you're going to have some exceptions to that rule because you have people who order flowers very regularly. However, Generally speaking, and this is particularly true for Mother's Day, your customers may have never been to your website. They may have never ordered flowers from you. But if they have, it will have been many, 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 many months ago, probably even a year ago. We are all, as human beings and as consumers, very used to seeing the price of everything going up around us. And one of the things that I love thinking about is like, if you walk into the grocery store, the guy at the grocery store is not explaining to you why the price of bananas has increased. (laughs) There's nobody who's written this like giant disclaimer that says, so sorry for the increasing price of bananas. So it's just like these bananas are $6.99. Do you want them? (laughs) I love looking at other people's businesses and seeing how much we get in our own head and we start to want to explain and rationalize things. If you're ever in doubt, just go to the grocery store because there's so much that we can learn about how to just stick with the facts and not ever feel like we have to explain ourselves. Tip number one when it comes to making money at this Mother's Day is make sure 
that you don't feel any obligation to come up with a whole new brand new offering on your website or on your catalog. Instead, sit down and use this time to recalibrate, refocus, and just make sure a couple of very, very helpful things to keep in mind. Are there products in your current online catalog that nobody's buying? Right? Are there things on there that just like are not of interest to anybody? If you haven't sold it in the last six, 12 months, might be a great time to either delete it or archive it or just mark it as sold out. Are there products, are there offers on your website that are becoming harder and harder to fulfill with challenges around specific containers, the constantly changing ups and downs in terms of what we can get our hands on from a wholesale point of view? Are there designs on your website that it's feeling a little bit like, okay, you know what, this one is becoming really hard for me to fulfill. Maybe it is only working in a specific season and you need to just take it off and or potentially replace it with something else. The third question to look at, and this one is so incredibly helpful is are there designs on your website? Are there products on your website where you know you need to increase the budget? If you have been using an abundance of roses, if you're using more premium ingredients, if you've stopped using some of the cheap and cheerful things, just make sure you go in there and that you're giving yourself the budget in those designs to create the look that you want. Because it's so easy for us as designers to be like, oh, well, this just needs a couple more roses or it just needs another stem of halibore or just needs three more hyacinths in it. Really like overstuffing our designs, A, if we don't have recipes that we're following, but B, if those things are needing a bigger budget because you're choosing to use more premium ingredients, this is the time for you to go in and recalibrate your pricing. Number two, when it comes to making profit this Mother's Day, this is the time where you get to go out there and experiment with your price points. If we go back to that statistic that your average person is going to spend $220 on their mom this Mother's Day, if you look at what you're offering in your shop, in your online catalog, wherever it is that you're selling your flowers, are you setting it up to cater to the average being $220? I know for so many florists, the idea of having a product on your website that's more than $200 is downright scary. But I love this idea of like, get out of your own head, really detach yourself from the fact that sure, one customer might come along and be like, that's too expensive. Great, you can point them to an alternative solution, you can give them a referral to a local grower, you could give them a referral to the grocery store, wherever it is that the lower priced offering is going to be. It just doesn't have to be your business if you don't want it to be. This really is a great time to practice letting go of the scarcity thinking. Because if all of the humans on the planet want to spoil mom this Mother's Day, then you are here for it. When you open up to more abundant thinking, you really start to see how you can have such a bigger impact on your community, how you can be supportive of your local growers, how you can be supportive of the wholesalers. And it really is the ripple effect that your business can have all the way down the production line. And that idea of you really just opening up to the possibility of your customers, your humans want to spend money. You are here to make it easy for them to spend money. You are going to then use that additional profit, that additional revenue as a way to create more impact in your community, to support more local growers, to support more wholesaler families, like all of the magic that you get to do all along the way when you can grow your profits and grow your revenue. When you're looking at your price points, get out of scarcity thinking and really start to focus on building a catalog that allows for an 
average spend of $220. We're talking average. So that also means, yes, you might have one or two products, one or two offerings below that, but you're also going to have offerings above that. So that leads me into point number three. This is the time to experiment with price anchoring. If you are new here and you haven't heard me talk about price anchoring, this is one of my favorite sales shortcuts on the planet. Comes from the idea of the easiest way to sell a $1,000 watch is to put a $10,000 watch next to it. If you jump on Amazon, you'll actually see this tactic used all the time. And essentially, all that it is is creating an offer that has a more premium price point than what you want your average order value to be. And your customer then uses that as an anchor to evaluate which price point seems more accessible. You can do this if you have a shop and you can do this on your website. So I know so many florists who will intentionally create a four, five, six hundred dollar beautiful abundant arrangement, put it on their front workbench and literally put a price tag on it. So that if a customer, when a customer comes into store and is looking for something, it's very possible that A, they just want to buy that one straight up and then you just make another one. But B, they might use that as a price guide and as a point of inspiration and then be like, oh, I love that one, but I'd love to spend closer to like $250, which is a way smarter sales strategy than the good old Kathleen scarcity thought process of my customers only want to spend 30 bucks and I can't even charge them $15 for delivery. (laughs) That's totally me. But the way that you make this happen is you allow it to be fun, you allow it to be playful, and you allow it to experiment. And you can do exactly the same thing on your website. And I love this idea of really also thinking outside the box. Doesn't necessarily have to be a big abundant flower arrangement. It could be a whole collection of plants and gardening gear. It could be like a true like spoil your mom package with restaurant or spa or local gourmet food and a beautiful bathrobe and slippers and soap and handmade candles. Like whoever the makers are in your area, really use your creativity, particularly if you are a person who loves beautiful things, be really selfish (laughs) about what you bring together here. Because this is a little bit of a pro tip. You buy the products so that you can take a picture for your website. And even if nobody buys it, it's still considered a business expense. Hey, winning all around. Genius, my friends, genius. So that's why I think it's such a good idea, both for yourself, so you can decide this is what you're going to get yourself for Mother's Day. But also in the goal of making money in your business, it's super helpful to play around with that concept of price anchoring. Number four. When it comes to making money this Mother's Day, prepare yourself for the last minute buyers. I know that you know that Mother's Day happens at the same time every year, quite literally. However, most humans on the planet aren't thinking about Mother's Day as long as you are, and that's okay. Particularly if you have any guys in your life, and this is a grand generalization and stereotype, but in many cases, they're going to be last minute shoppers which is not a problem because you will have prepared for it. You will have trusted the process and you will recognize the fact that there are going to be customers who want to spend money on the Friday, Saturday, possibly even the day of Mother's Day. So you go out there, you keep selling, you keep inviting and you keep reminding your customers and reminding your clients that it's not too late to order. And this is 100% a mindset game because your brain is going to want to focus on the fact that nobody's ordering. It's not working. I'm going to die broke and alone in a van down by the river. (laughs) 
That's what we all do. But redirecting your thinking, opening up to the possibility, recognizing the fact that most people will not even think about Mother's Day until the week of Mother's Day, if you're lucky, but also many of your customers will want to place their order on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, possibly even Sunday. Be open, make it easy for your customers to buy from you and keep going, my friends. No matter what the outcome is for Mother's Day, it is such an incredible opportunity to hit reset in your business and to learn so much. Please go out there and make a lot of money this Mother's Day. Reward yourself with it. Set yourself a very ambitious and very specific sales target. And no matter what the outcome is, feel proud of yourself for what you accomplished. Because there is so much to be learned just by having the courage to put yourself out there to take the risk and to have your own back, no matter what the outcome is. Okay, my friends, I'm so glad to be back in action. I'm so excited to be here. I am sending you so much love. Please drink your water, eat your vegetables, get some sleep, drive safe, and go out there and make some money.